It's like Ronnie buying a, a motorbike <laughs> and then it never oh, no. running. It no. runs. It runs. <laughs> it runs. <laughs> I'm getting what, it back this week. It runs when Ronnie gets off of it and runs beside it. Oh, no. <laughs> it's and got Ronnie power. The journey. <laughs> no, Ronnie told me. You told me that story, right? His yeah. bike, he was taking it to the mechanic. It broke down and he had to like physically push it. Yeah, it was last week, uh, Tuesday, when the servers went down. So like I, I went to go drop it off at a shop. Uh -huh. And then right after I got off the highway, it shut down. So I pushed it like for like an hour, like three and a half. Wait, kilometers. wait, 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 wait. Did you have a cell phone? I did. But I was not going to pay for another tow. <laughs> you pushed the motorcycle. Yep. That's a good workout. <laughs> oh, he forgot to mention Holy that some smokes. of it was uphill. Yeah. Our guest today is Ronnie. And Ronnie uh, comes to us via way another uh Oh, a path is similar to a couple other people in here, but mm -hmm. a unique path uh, to, to land on Newboro. And I have a lot of things to cover with you today, man. But I wanted to, I wanted you to give uh, the audience kind of a background of things you did or how you got to, to land on Mortgage Agent before you got here. So yeah. what's like your background or did, did you go to school? What's the, what's the steps? Yeah, well, I did go to school first for accounting. And then I was like, yeah, if I do this for the rest of my life, I'm going to hate myself. No, no way. <laughs> yeah, <all right. laughs> so, so I said, hey, let, forget that. I dropped out after one semester and uh, took some time off, worked some like warehouse jobs, odd jobs, kind of just figuring out what I wanted to do. And then eventually I was like, hey, I need something. I need some schooling, right? I don't see a, large, a big amount of value in it, but it's going to get me into a building. It's going to get me that interview. And then from there I can take it and show my charisma, show my skills and actually uh, show who I am. So I did schooling for two years, just general business. Right after that, I was kind of, uh, COVID just started. So I didn't know wh which direction to go. I didn't know what was happening with the world. Right, right. So my sister kind of gave me some guidance saying mortgages might make a little, little more sense for you than real estate, just cause it's a little bit more scalable, right? So I gave that a try, got my license pretty fast. Once I'm into something, I want to pursue it, right? That was the only thing on my mind. I quit my part-time job and said, hey, let me do this All as right, much as nice. I could. All in. Yep. But then I got to a brokerage where there wasn't much help. <laughs> I was kind of on my own. It was COVID. So I didn't really have the resources to kind of, or the guidance from somebody to actually get better at this. Okay. Right? Okay. And then you were... You had a, you, you and I shared a connection, right? That that's what, how you kind of landed, uh, on my doorstep or on Newboro's radar to, to go through the interview process. Yeah. So, uh, Jason, who actually used to work at that other brokerage after he left, he actually reached out to me and said, Hey, like this might be a great opportunity for you. Someone in your position, hungry, young, wants to work hard, wants to learn. At that time, the first time he brought it to me, I was kind of going through stuff, like a lot, a lot of personal stuff was going on in my life. So I told him, hey, I could really appreciate the opportunity, but at the moment, I just can't get myself to do it. But time went on, I sorted things out, got back on track, and eventually I reached out to him again and said, hey, that opportunity is still on the table. I'd love the opportunity to kind of interview and introduce myself. And he said, yeah, for sure. Connected me with you and then rest is history, right? right? Yeah, And I think that's bold too. Like you're one of our youngest people on staff. So mm -hmm. a lot of the podcasts that we've done in the past, there's this very large journey of how people come to Newboro or they've had so much experience mm -hmm. where you kind of just like 
I don't know if this is the right terminology, but put your big boy pants on and tried like a, a per, like a huge profession where a lot of people stay in that safety net of I'm going to work in the warehouse or I'm going to work in serving or whatnot. And although those jobs bring large challenges, there's more availability in those roles. There's a lot more people looking for this in the service industry. And we provide a different service, which like you said, is a small amount of education, but it is a huge job. Like there, it's very important. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The mortgage course is not detailed enough to no. really equip you to be a mortgage agent. And that's not a... A right? dig at it. It's no, just the I'm truth. Just, that's one of the reasons why I were known for training. Yeah. Uh, if you want to learn the business where I often say to people and they say, what is it? What is it? I'm, like, I'm a learning shop. I want to teach you how to do it. It makes zero sense for me to be the principal broker, never be here. Yeah. And then expect you to do something amazing. Yeah. Doesn't make zero sense to me. So unique because the person that we, that connection we share is like a childhood friend of mine. He left the same brokerage. He worked here for a bit and he was like, man, like this is too like fast paced. Not what I want to do, but there's some guys I know that would really flourish in this. And the names he passed along, yours was one of them. And when we did interview you, and this is one of those things... I always remember feedback, right? And so when I interviewed you and full transparency, I was like, I don't know, I like him. I'm just not sure. Uh, and you guys interviewed him and you were like, God, he's so like, so her, her expression, like if she likes you, she's like, he's so cute. Like he's so likable. I like him right away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's true. Which if you know her now, <laughs> that doesn't happen very often. Yeah. All right. <laughs> like, She's not all on board right away. So what did you think about the interview process and uh, compared to what you were doing in the industry before to then you got to go through this? We always joke. It's like American Idol where you got to go through <laughs> yeah. this, these stages. Yeah. No, I absolutely loved it. I, I tell like all my friends all the time, like that's probably the best interview I've, I've ever had. Like the first interview with you, I kind of told you this before. I saw a podcast of you online. Yeah, with, uh, right. with another guy. It was about 40 minutes long. I watched the whole thing. So I already had an idea of who you were and I already yeah. knew, hey, we're going to mesh perfectly. Like this guy's into sports. This guy's into yeah. getting better. He's into like process training. It's more of a coach than a teacher. Right, right, right. Yes. And that really resonates with me. So we hit it off right away. But in terms of the other interview portion, yeah. I hit it off with all of them. Like Ali yeah. kind of told me <laughs> at the end of our interview, we hit it off so well. She's like, hey, expect a call. <laughs> no yeah, way. And I never say that. So like, I vividly remember like meeting you and I was like, wow, like he's so cute. Like, I just want to like have him work here. Like, I think he would do excellent. The only critique I had was I was like, does he have spacers or earrings? Yeah. Right. So that was the only like area. And then I was like, well, I should have just asked him. But then, so when he came in, we obviously found out it was earrings. And yeah. again, we're all for that individuality and uniqueness because that is important and that what's, that's what makes you, you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so when I met you, I was like, okay, yeah, like he needs to work here. He's so cute and little. And like, I hope he works here and he does well. Cause I, I can tell see this it. man he's little. <laughs> he's yeah, little I know, he knows, but he has major <laughs> games since he works here. Yeah. Works out twice a day. Like he's turned into a man. But when we first met you, like, like you said, the, your charismatic self came in, you have a beautiful smile. So all of that worked in your favor and it just has just reflected on the business that you've done here since you've gotten here. I forget, I forget the age sometimes. <laughs> I know. Like when he does, uh, so we just had this moment where he like made his, he made his own process, made a decision without talking to me and it, it didn't yeah. go well. And I said to him, oh man, that's, 
that's what I'm here for. Mm-hmm. I already made these mistakes. Yeah. Right. I've been doing this for over a decade and financing even longer. I just look young. And I, <laughs> you're supposed to say yes. And, so young. And um, these mistakes, I'm here to like help you not make them. Mm-hmm. And then I sat back that night driving home like, yeah, I gotta remember, no disrespect, he's kid, like he's still learning. Yeah. He's learning like, so for me, I'm not going to be so hard on him because I remember yeah. that he's young. He's going to make, yeah. that's the whole point of being yeah. here is you're going to make some mistakes. Yeah. But on yeah. that, like I said, like the coaching aspect of it, I appreciate when you're hard, hard on me. You know what yeah. I mean? I, I like that. Like yeah. that yeah. makes me better. Yeah. Right? yeah. That's what I really respond to. Mm-hmm. I think that's the, we, when we just had Florida on, right? That's the, it works for some people. And some people, it shuts them down. And but some people, they come around. Yeah. This is true. Uh, when you see that it's coming from, which I hope I try to, to get across, is it's coming from a place of love. Like I want- Coming from a good place. It just makes, I don't see the point of me investing time into you to not make you successful. Yeah. It makes zero sense to me. Mm-hmm. It's only then self-serving. And I don't, I say this to you guys, I don't need to come every day. Yeah. Right. It's, I love watching you grow. Yeah. And doing more, you're doing two, then you're doing four, yeah. then you're doing six and you're learning and you're doing, I hear, I can, don't say this to Ron, don't say this to you guys often, right? But I see growth in Ronnie. Yeah. And we had this moment when we did a, which you don't have to go into great detail, but we had, we shared this moment about this job and newborn and what it means to you at that moment in your life and how it changed your path. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like the day I started working here, I always remember it's January 19th, right? Because I knew coming into here, I don't know if you remember my first day too, showed up like two, three hours early just to kind of see the first people walking in the building. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, like that time, there was a lot of moving places, moving pieces in my personal life, right? So I really didn't know what direction I was going to go in terms of like my living situation, where I was going to go. Uh, but I knew when I started here, things are going to start falling in line. I'm going to start working. I'm going to start doing more deals every month, making more money, helping more people. And things are going to kind of work itself out. Right. Yeah. Well, it's trusting the process through and through. Like we trust the process here and that what is given to you, let's say in the interview. And when you first start is what will hopefully help you. I swear I didn't click the remote. (laughs) Um, will help you, uh, excel and, like you said, sometimes this place is the only constant we have in life, right? There's so many moving parts outside of it. So being able to come here and know you have the security of a job and that your success is solely on the effort you put forth is important because there's a lot of things in our life that we don't have that control over. Um, so for you to recognize that that early on and have that aha moment has yeah. is only working out in your favor. Yeah. And with that too, it's like, coming here and like having that consistency was good too, but having like the mentors and like people kind of giving me guidance here, not yeah. just you, you obviously have given me a lot of guidance, but yeah. there's other people in the office yeah, too that yeah. are kind of in my ear, and kind of giving me tips and tricks here and there, not yeah. just in the workplace, but in life in general. Right. Yeah. And I think like Adam has a specific way of coaching and he made note of it a minute ago saying some people like it's coming out of a place of love. Some people I connect with and some people just don't get me. And that's why, when we go into an interview and we have so many people go into the interview, we all have a different style of a coaching and B learning. Mm -hmm. So some people might learn more off of someone off the floor as opposed to learning from Adam simply because of how they retain the information. So he coaches a certain style. You either love it or you hate it, or you learn to love it. 
Um, but then there's other people that you might sit beside where you're like, wow, he kind of said the same thing Adam said, but said it in a way that makes yeah. sense to me. Yeah, that happens a lot. Right? And it's just, it's natural. And that's why having this floor and having everyone that we add to our team legitimately add to our team as opposed to just blend into our team is important because everyone brings a special characteristic of themselves that would help someone else along the way. This is something you said to me that was really interesting and you, I'll let you expand on it, but I'll give you the, um, you were, yeah, you were going through this. Um, I'm like, I'm coming from a long way. I'm commuting the drives over an hour. Uh, I'm thinking about moving closer. And, uh, we had that conversation and you said like my, my, my friends say to me, you said my boys, it's just your, <laughs> right. Um, they said, the like, why are you making this? Why are you driving this far? Yeah. And you were like, they just don't get it. Yeah. Right. And speak to that. Like, what is it? What didn't they get? They don't get the difference between like a job and a career. Right. And mm -hmm. this is kind of an environment where it's almost like a family environment too. Right. So it's not like I'm moving away and like leaving myself like isolating myself in a way. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not just moving in the middle of nowhere and I don't know anybody here or anything right, right. like that. I'm not that far away and I have people here as well, yeah. right? So it's it's hard for guys around my age to kind of see that and you don't really understand it until you're in that position, Yeah, right? Because like agree. I see myself, like I can actually see myself here long-term just based on the environment and based yeah. on how I'm growing here. Yeah, and right? until you get that opportunity, you can't really blame anyone for thinking otherwise, right? So yeah. until you have an opportunity where you can work somewhere and you feel like you belong, it's a really tough thing to wrap around commuting three hours a day there and back, um, working long hours or extended hours, sacrificing that extra time with your friends. And like, that just goes to show like, you are extremely young taking on a very, a career that no one would fathom at that age. Yeah. Right. It's something that people get into later in life or feel like there needs to be experience behind it or whatnot. So it's a sacrifice in itself to come into a job where you said it's a career. It's not just a job anymore. Yeah. And then when we had that conversation back then, I was saying like, hey, two, two and a half hours on the road each day. If I apply that and invest that in here, it's going to be a 10 hours a week, 40 hours a month, extra 40 hours a month. That's extra couple deals. Right. Right. So yeah. it's going to be worth that, that investment. And I, yeah. I say this a lot to you, you all, because you're young where I'm like, what else are you, are you going to do? You guys get enough social media influence about you are the five people you hang around with, or you need to put more time in here. And I see yeah. it sometimes being even the unhealthy effects of, uh, my oldest son's friends are like, oh, I don't want to do that. Cause I want to grind. But if you're not doing something for your career, and you're bypassing time with friends, that's not healthy either. There has to be this, this balance. So when you said to me, I want to move closer and I want to be able to cut that time and invest in it, I was like, yeah, that's as long as you really do invest, yeah, then it makes true. sense. And you're like, oh, this is so this saying about like, you know, fly where eagles fly, they fly alone, right? Eventually you start separating yourself from that group because you are in a career and you're, you're, and it hurts sometimes when you go back home because yeah. right? you see those people again and you feel comfortable there because you're, you know, back in your, where you grew up and now yeah. you're away from here. And so is that a struggle for you still? This 
every once in a while, every once in a while, definitely I feel that. Like I go back there, I feel a little disconnected with what's going on family-wise, friend-wise, but it comes and goes, right? Like once you're there and have conversations and kind of catch up, you realize same people, right? Same people, kind of same conversations. We're just all in different places, like improving ourselves, right? So yeah, like sometimes I go back and I'm like, damn, like sucks to be gone. Like I, I feel like I'm missing out on so much stuff, but mm-hmm this is a necessary step for me to get to where I want to be. Yeah. Right. You've committed, you're all in on Newboro. You've done a lot of deals since you've been here, which, you know, we talked about on a lot. We talk a lot about on podcasts. The average agent does four deals. You've done or a year you do, you know, you're doing that a month. You had your best month recently, right? Was it you that you came mm-hmm. to me and said, or what's your, you know, Personal you record. set goals for yourself. Mm-hmm. You must at this journey collected some client impact stories. I know you've got reviews, yeah, which mean a lot to you, right? Clients have been go online and say how much you've helped them, but like, do you have some client insta- impact stories that stand out? Uh, there's a couple. There's a lot of them that like really touch close to home, just like personal situations. But I had uh, one client; she was on title. Her mother-in-law was on title with cancer, and she was on her way out. They weren't sure how to how to actually get the deal done and, and structure the file. So it took a little while to kind of get all their documents, kind of help them out because they were very, very new to this type of financing, right? So to introduce them and kind of take them step by step and hold their hand was, was impactful. And then we're about to close. We're all good. And then the mother-in-law passes away, right? Oh, no. so, it's awful. So, so it changes from being their financial guide to kind of being an emotional guide in a way as well and kind of sympathizing and giving them the time to kind of just grieve right so yeah. that, that was an interesting one because it, it, there was a lot of ups and downs a lot of turns a lot of unexpected things that happened but by the end of it they obviously were sad about their loss but they got the deal done they were able to kind of get themselves in a better financial situation and they were very grateful for it so that was a real that's one that touched home close close to my heart just because I've had a lot of, everybody has people in their life that passes away sure, from cancer yeah. right yeah so it definitely hit home those are the things so at your young age that you're thrust into here solving complicated problems uh that one's you know a loss of somebody on title it's part of the family other are you know financial habits we talk about this all the time at your age your financial habits that you were taught growing up or your belief, that's your belief system on how it works. And what I, one thing I really love about you is you're trying to break that mold or create new financial habits. You're like separating, you want to be at another level for you for to build your family. Yeah. Is that, is that part of the, the attraction here? Or that part of the, the, the career that excites you? Yeah, definitely. Like I always thought my, thought of myself as someone who's working in commission only. If I worked like an hourly or salary job, I just wouldn't have the passion, the fire that that I, I know I have, right? And commission only allows me to kind of translate it because how where that comes from is like sports, right? Right. So building that bridge, finding something that I can, the output that I put comes back to me if I if I really work hard, right? So that's what's really really attracted me to to this type of uh, place. So you are, we'll get off the topic of, you know, newborn and what, but you are also now living away from home You're and you have this time, right? And you're, you also are now investing a lot of time in yourself, going to the gym and 
And let's talk about that word. That, has that always been a passion of yours? Uh, it was more just basketball before. I used to just kind of train. Sometimes I'd train some kids and kind of show them different moves, different drills, all that stuff. But after I realized, hey, I'm not that tall. I'm not going to the NBA. I was like, <laughs> yeah. hey, let me pick up some weights and actually like kind of build myself and, and do it that way. So that kind of started maybe like four or five years ago. And I've only kind of built on that and kind of expanded my knowledge in that field. And it's always good to like learn that type of stuff. Because again, like going back to like family, like family history, no one's really into that type of stuff, right? We're into yeah. different things culture wise. So to kind of expand into that, and open that door, especially for like my younger cousins, younger, younger yeah, people in my family, cool. kind yeah. of show them, hey, like you don't have to be looking like that when you're older. You could like actually build yourself you could look now. Like you. <laughs> yeah, you could, <laughs> could look, be like Adam, right? Be be an older guy, not too old, but be an older Whoa. guy and still be in shape. You know? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, that's that. And I just gonna the reason why I brought that up is because this environment we have, you know, there's a lot of resources and a lot of talk about that and nutrition and working out. And it's just one of those things. Some of the guys here really gravitate towards and, and yeah. we have some girls, right? They're yeah. into it too. And it's not by, it's certainly not an interview question. Yeah. Hey, do you like the gym? Hey, do you like <laughs> to eat right? Hey, do you like, it just becomes part of this. I almost think sometimes it's just like a new agent where they're, they're like, Oh yeah, I see you guys gravitate towards those things and challenge each other. Yeah. I know you're chasing a, a bench press goal that they challenge you. They didn't <laughs> think you'd make it. Yeah. How's yeah. that going? Uh, we're getting there. Like it again, like I like learning new things and like trying new things. So I've tried like a lot of different things. Like I'm going instead of doing like two chest days a week i'll do this two chest days but now like a couple guys do push-ups you see in the office i'll, yeah. I'll kind of do push-ups on breaks or even like before i shower at night i might just try to do 100 push-ups and just kind of really focus on like form and just try to get like a quick pump right so just adding adding more things to the arsenal nice nice hey yeah healthy body healthy mind right it helps you be ready and mm -hmm. uh help clients and and be there for clients because that's one thing that again when you're young you don't this is not a nine to five job yeah, yeah. even though we're 100 digital you can meet but that kind of opens up the door to they'll meet at any time yeah that could yeah. be 8 p.m at night so sometimes it gets a bit difficult we joke with Ronnie because Ronnie's here at night all the time. He eats his yeah. three meals well, here. Yeah, you're here for the Wi-Fi at <laughs> night, right? But he's here working like after hours a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Was that part of the decision to make sure you made the most use of not commuting anymore? Yeah, definitely. Because like some days I will do that nine to five. And then I might go home, eat some dinner, maybe get a workout in and then come back maybe 7, 7.30 and finish up what I need to do or call some more clients, do, do a signing. So that flexibility is key for me. Right? Yeah, and I, I think that also plays into discipline. Like you moved away from home. So making sure you get your meal prep done, making sure you are fed, making sure you get to the office, making sure your suits are pressed. Like those are all things that we take for granted um, on a regular day to day that you kind of just got thrown into. It's like you have to find the time to make that a priority. Yeah. Yeah. First I was scrambling. <laughs> first I was scrambling trying to do everything. Right. Yeah. So I got to do, like you said, cook, clean, laundry, laundry, everything. So to, like I was expecting more responsibility, but I wasn't expecting that much right away. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. So it took some time to adjust, but like now I'm in a great rhythm. Now I'm getting everything done. Like 
I did, my house is clean. <laughs> like work-wise, everything's getting better. Gym-wise, everything's getting better. So it's a balance, right? It was hard to find that balance at first, but I think I found it and now I'm only getting better. This is, uh, I'm going to wrap it up with, this is one of the things that I uh, admire most about you is that you gravitate, you, you almost ask, openly ask for training, ask for feedback and a lot of people will do that. I've done that in my life, asked me those questions and never actioned it. But I love that you commit to actioning it. Even if you, yeah. you've even had tough conversations with me saying, hey man, all these process things working for me. Like I don't, you know, this way it's working out. And I'll be like, cool, then don't work here. Like, you know, <laughs> that's not simple. Bye. And you're like, well, no, 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 no. Like you, and you'll ask more questions and you make adjustments and you, you're trying to make a better Ronnie. Yeah. Which is exactly what we're looking for all the time. Uh, that the reason why I'm so into that is because that makes you a better agent and a better guide for your clients. Yeah. And that's one thing that I really, I respect. I don't tell you often, but I respect you for wanting the guidance, wanting the training and going after it and actioning it. Some of the guys that you respect in here, um, you know, the OG in the corner, that's his that's his thing. He may never look like he's training, taking any of it and he yeah. actions it his own way. And I see that you're picking up on that. Right. And that's a good person to follow. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's like, like I said, it's like the coaching aspect of it. You can coach me hard because I know you love me. Right? Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. If I felt like you, you didn't like me behind closed doors then that coaching, I wouldn't really listen to it yeah, and not yeah. try to do yeah. things my own way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, like I definitely appreciate all the coaching from you and the OG in the corner there. That's right, yeah. Amy? Uh, well, the sort of, yeah. <laughs> warm. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate it, Ronnie. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks All for right. joining Thank us. You guys. Right, Thanks. Thank you. Damn, Charlie, you smell, bro. <laughs> she just got bathed.